Well, thank you very much, and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and happy to be sharing some fine jazz with you again. Today, we're going to be listening to an album, a single album, that was made in, was released in 1988, primarily done sessions from 1987 and early in 1988. It was originally done for the Stop Off label, which is a label that uh, uh, was kind of legendary in traditional jazz circles from the mid-1970s up until the... 2010 era. Uh, it was run by a fellow named Bob Erdos, who was devoted to that style of jazz, and he gave a lot of musicians a lot of exposure on that label. It was run out of uh, Pennsylvania, and I don't know how many albums and CDs it finally had in its catalog. It was in the, the numerous hundreds. I may, may have even got close to a thousand. Who knows? Uh, the one that I am going to be focusing on today happens to be my very favorite. This is one that was given to me on a cassette tape, actually, when I was in college by my friend Jeff Barnhart, who also was in college with me. He's the reason I play traditional jazz, and uh, he turned me on to this uh, album right when it came out. We were both uh, at Connecticut College at the time. The album was called Horn of Plenty, and it was made uh, by, produced by, featuring Peter Eklund on cornet, also uh, doing some whistling along the way. Peter Eklund was an outstanding musician uh, who was born in 1945. He... Uh, went to Yale University. He came out, I think, as an education, music education major. He started teaching music uh, someplace south of Boston in some band programs and ended up uh, gravitating more towards performance. He toured and, and recorded with numerous uh, pop bands of the 1970s that were more roots-oriented, bands like uh, Paul Butterfield and Leon Redbone and, and so forth. And uh, he uh, often led horn sections for those groups. But in New York, he also was uh, garnering quite a reputation as a traditional jazz cornet player. And uh, by the 1980s, he was really the first call uh, cornet player for any type of traditional jazz in New York City. He was playing with Vince band, the Nighthawks. Um, he was touring quite a lot, and uh, he made this album. And I think that this was his only album under his own name on Stomp Off. I think he did some others for Arbors and uh, uh, some other labels, but this is uh, really, uh, I think, the only album that he did that really uh, showcased his arranging abilities as well as his playing and uh, really gave him a pretty free reign over what to do. So this uh, album was made up of three different sessions with three different bands, two quartets and one slightly larger group. And uh, we're going to start off by listening to the tunes, or four of the tunes, um, from the first uh, recording session. Actually, five of the tunes. I'm not going to be able to play quite everything on this album, but I'm going to play most things. This particular uh, session was done in uh, June, June 17th of 1987, and it featured Peter Eklund on cornet, Joe Moraney on clarinet, Eddie Davis on banjo, and Barbara Drywitz on tuba. And uh, this is a group that I guess played Sunday afternoons at uh, a spot in, in New York City, so they had worked up uh, quite a little repertoire. Um, there's nothing uh, n nothing casual about the uh, tunes that we're going to hear emanating from that session. We're going to hear Jabbo Smith's tune, Jazz Battle, uh, which uh, Jabbo did uh, in 1929 for the Brunswick label with a slightly bigger group. And this is a virtuosic type of tune, especially between the cornet and the clarinet. From there, we're going to hear uh, a nifty little arrangement of the Duke Ellington tune, Jubilee Stop, from the late 1920s, and this features some very intricate uh, playing between the two horns as well. Then we're going to change gears a little bit and hear an Isham Jones tune called Spain. Now, this is a, a tune that had uh, a Latin beat to it. The chord changes are very similar to the tune you might be more familiar with as Home, uh, but this was a, uh, a kind of a interesting Isham Jones effort. We think of him as doing tunes like It Had to Be You and Swinging Down the Lane and things like that, but this is a good kind of an, uh, a Latin bass tune that uh, all bands had to have in the book in the 1920s, and we'll hear this Peter Eklund Quartet do that. Then we'll bring up-tempo back a little bit with a uh, Jimmy Eaton and Terry Shand tune called I Double Dare You. 
That will bring us to the end of our first set. That's the contribution of this band. Um, Jazz Battle, Jubilee Stomp, Spain, and I Double Dare You. Again, Peter Eklund with Joe Moraney on clarinet. Moraney, of course, had played with a lot of trad bands and Dixieland bands in the 1950s and 60s uh, before joining Louis Armstrong's All-Stars. And, being, and he was the clarinet player in the last version of that band and then played consistently through the 70s and 80s and into the 90s in New York as well. Also, Eddie Davis, who is renowned as a banjo virtuoso. And finally, Barbara Drywitz on tuba. So those are our four tunes for the first set.
So that was the Peter Eklund Quartet from Horn of Plenty, June of 1987. That's really a study in how much music and how many different sounds you can get from just four uh, musicians, four instruments, constant changes of texture and uh, background figures, all sorts of interesting things. And uh, we started out with Jazz Battle and Jubilee Stomp, both very uh, much arranged, certainly in the style of their original uh, authors, Jabbo Smith and Duke Ellington. Then went on to Spain and uh, I Double Dare You, which had a little more in the way of uh, improvisation, I guess, uh, within the arrangement. And we heard some very nice tuba, especially on Spain, from Barbara Dry wits along with great banjo playing is to be expected from Eddie Davis and fine clarinet from Joe Moraney and of course Peter Eklund on cornet really leading the whole works. So now we're going to go on to another quartet, a completely different one, except for Peter Eklund. Um, different sound, but similar uh, way of dealing with uh, the few instruments. Constantly passing the melody around, different backgrounds, different combinations, just never never lets things get boring. This quartet uh, recorded for Stomp Off about five months after the other one. This was from November 24th of 1987. Featured Peter Eklund on cornet, Ken Poplowski on clarinet, and alto sax. He didn't record too much on alto sax, but uh, he has a beautiful uh, lead alto type of sound from the, from the early 30s. Marty Gross is on guitar and will sing on a couple of these numbers, and Bill Conway on string bass. And the three tunes we're going to hear from this session are Is It True, or rather, excuse me, Anything, that's the first one, Anything, which was a Phil Napoleon and Frank Signorelli tune, which was recorded under Phil Napoleon's name in the 19, late 1920s. No lyrics to that. Then to a Frank Lesser tune called The Ladies in Love with You, which uh, Marty Gross will sing. And then a, a real piece of uh, Americana, If I Had a Talking Picture of You, commemorating the beginning of Talking Pictures uh, done by De Silva, Brown, and Henderson. So all three of those will feature the um, quartet I just mentioned with Peter Eklund, Ken Poplowski, Marty Gross, and Bill Conway.
there's a gleam in her eye Each time she straightens your tie Means the lady's in love with you If she's ready at eight For that nine o'clock date Means the lady's in love with you And when friends ask you over to join their table And she picks a faraway booth for two Well, that's just how it stands You've got romance on your hands The lady's in love with you doesn't reverse the charges like all kinds of lady friends often do well that's just how it stands you've got romance on your hands the lady's in love with you the lady's in love with you
I had a talking picture of you, I would run it every time I felt blue. I would sit there in the gloom of my lonely little room and applaud each time you whispered, I love you, I love you, and the screen the moment you came in view. We would talk the whole thing over, we two. I would give ten shows a day at a midnight matinee if I had a talking picture, baby, of you. Spiffy little ending there on If I Had a Talking Picture of You, which really demonstrates the point I was making earlier about how a quartet can sound like a much bigger group with a with an inventive arrangement, and these are certainly inventive arrangements through here. We heard some excellent trading between Ken Poplowski's clarinet and Pete Eklund's cornet on there. Of course, a great vocal by Marty Gross and some very intricate playing, interplay, written out interplay between the two horns on that out chorus. Before that, we heard The Ladies in Love with You, the Frank Lesser Burton Lane tune featuring Marty Gross and also some very fine solos. And we started out with that tune Anything by Phil Napoleon and Frank Signorelli. And uh, that's a tune that always kind of puts me in mind of the slightly later tune Night Wind. And um, very atmospheric and very peaceful, uh, not a bluesy, but a, but a very laid-back uh, ballad type of performance. And that was the Peter Eklund Quartet with Peter Eklund on cornet, Ken Poplowski on clarinet and alto, Marty Gross on guitar and vocals, and Bill Conway on string bass. And uh, that was done, as I said, in November of 1987. So from March 30th of 1988 comes the final session. This was uh, an album that was done in three sessions. Um, I, as I said, I had heard this album on a cassette that was given to me in college uh, right when it came out. I... Um, I loved that album or that cassette for quite a while, and of course cassettes have a way of deteriorating. So many, many years later, probably about, oh, I don't know, 25 years later, maybe even 30 years later, I got to play a gig on Cape Cod with Peter Eklund, and I was mentioning to him how much I liked that album, and I was regretting that it never seemed to have come out on CD, and he said, oh, I brought it out, I have it on my label, and I said, oh, do you have any left? And he said, I think I have one. And he dug around in his bag and he came up with one and he gave it to me. And that's the one that I have today that I'm sharing with you on this podcast. So that was a, a, a nice uh, a, a nice gift on that gig. And I was happy to get it. And this is a tribute to Peter Eklund, who passed away, I think, in the summer of last year, 2020. Eddie Davis passed away also not too far away from that date. So we lost two of the musicians on this date. Um, Joe Moraney had passed away quite a, quite a bit before that, but for the most part, these musicians are still kicking in New York and uh, still doing uh, very fine playing. So this last session, which comes from, as I said, March of 1988, is a slightly bigger band. It's a six-piece band. So we have Peter Eklund on cornet, Dan Barrett on trombone, Joe Moraney on clarinet and alto sax, Marty Gross on guitar and banjo, Frank Vignola on guitar, and Vince Giordano on bass sax. And it was many years before I realized this session didn't have any drums. The rhythm is so solid on here with the bass sax and the two uh, guitars or guitar and banjo that you don't really miss the drums, which is a, a remarkable thing in a band like this playing essentially dance music. So the tunes we're going to hear on this set from this group are I'm in Seventh Heaven, tune uh, credited to Al Jolson, among others, uh, and to Silver Brown and Henderson, too, for that matter. That was a tune that uh, Bix Beiderbeck recorded with the Paul Whiteman Band. Then we're going to hear a looser version of a tune, also associated with Al Jolson, called Is It True What They Say About Dixie? Following that, we'll hear a nice, sort of medium-tempo ballad performance of the K-Swift tune, Can't We Be Friends, which will feature Vince Giordano's bass sax up front. 
Then the longest track on this album, or just about the longest track on this album, the Bullfrog Blues, which is a tune credited to Frank Teschmacher in the uh, Chicago days. It's not much of a tune, but it's got a lot of blues to it, and everybody in the band gets to stretch out a bit. So that's a nice, uh, a nice addition to this repertoire. Then we're going to finish up with Sorry, uh, the Raymond Clarges and Howdy Quicksell tune that Bix and his gang recorded as a feature for Don Murray. This is a different arrangement, but the same tune. And if we have some time, I'm going to play a tune that I skipped from the first session. It'll be a nice closer called uh, When Day is Done and Shadows Fall. That's the Buddy De Silva tune that uh, was made famous by Henry Bussey. And this is a much more jazzy performance. So those will be our tunes for this set. I'm in Seventh Heaven. Is it true what they say about Dixie? Can't we be friends? The Bullfrog Blues. Sorry. And When Day is Done. <laughs> Thank you. 
So there we have Peter Eklund and the Horn of Plenty, originally recorded for uh, Stomp Off Records, released in 1988 uh, here, released under Peter's own uh, label, I guess, CJ, Classic Jazz. And uh, we heard that last uh, session that was done in March of 1988, and we heard, I'm in 7th Heaven. Is it true what they say about Dixie? Can't we be friends? Bullfrog Blues and sorry and we ended up with when day is done those first uh, five tunes or whatever were the sextet with vince giordano on bass sax frank vignola and marty gross on dueling guitars and marty gross playing banjo occasionally and singing uh dan barrett on trombone joe marini on clarinet and alto sax and peter eklund on trumpet uh, or cornet actually and he did many of the arrangements dan barrett did some and i think marty gross did some as well we ended up with when day is done uh, just a Round us all up there. That was from that first session with Joe Marini and Eddie Davis and Barbara Drywitz. So we hope you enjoyed this program. This has been a nice trip down memory lane for me. There's some wonderful music here. Hope you enjoy uh, good chamber jazz, very well arranged and well played, and uh, the beautiful horn of Peter Eklund. My name is John Clark, and you have been listening to The Jazz Focus. Hope you've enjoyed this program. If you'd like to support us, please hit that little button uh, on a monthly basis or a one-time basis, whatever you like. Whatever you can do to encourage us to keep putting jazz on the airwaves, we would love to have that encouragement and the feedback. So thank you again, and until we meet again, I'll see you on the other side.